everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Bug's Fate podcast with Taylor and Tanner. Hello. How's it going? I know I did the intro there, which is a little bit different, but you know, we can know. keep you on your toes, people. Love to keep you guys on your toes. We figured we'd switch it up a little bit today. And this month, we are going over Pantry Pest. We thought it might be a good idea because, again, we're getting into the holiday season. You know, you're going to be bringing a lot of rice and potatoes and maybe pasta into your home. And so we wanted to go over this just to see, you know, to give you guys some information on what to look out for, how pantry up. pests are. Yeah, it's a big deal. You don't want, I mean, especially slaving all day in the kitchen, and then you go to lay out your pasta, your grains, your rice, your flour, you're making bread, and then there's bugs in it. Oh, and you got to run to the store yeah. on like Thanksgiving Day or Christmas. Which, That'd be the worst, right? Well, and another thing is most stores are closed Thanksgiving and Christmas. So yeah. if you don't, I know like I think Winn-Dixie is open like on one of the days. But if you don't live near one, then you're kind of screwed over whatever pasta dish or like I said, potatoes, things like that. Yeah. It's when I say potatoes, by the way, I mean like um, those instant potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about like actual potatoes. Yeah, who has time but... to like actually use real potatoes anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was Hopefully on Thanksgiving you spend that time, but if not, that's okay too. I'm not opposed to some dry potatoes. Hey, but, in, but let's be real. Getting off topic here, instant mash, they kind of slap, so it's fine. They do. They're that's what I'm good. saying. I'm not opposed to the instant mash. Yeah. There's a lot of the the of the actual products that these bugs can get into are of that nature. So that's why we bring up instant mash. But it's really going to be anything, especially flour-based, uh, you're going to get a lot of that. I don't know if too many people that actually do pasta around the holidays, but I'm sure there are plenty of people that do. But it doesn't... Do you know many Italians? Uh, I Are you Italian? <laughs> I do have an Italian family, yes. Okay, well, then you. Yes, I know you. <laughs> That's really <laughs> Honestly, it. we don't do pasta around the holidays either. Unless maybe Christmas, but Thanksgiving not generally. I feel like that a pasta meal is just going to be a general meal leading up to. But on the big day, it's not going to be that. But you still don't want any bugs around at any time, but especially now during the holidays. And we talked last year about traveling during the holidays and what to look out for. So now we're, we're keeping it in-house keeping it in yes. house. So why don't you give us a little bit of stuff to look out for? What 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 bugs are they actually? Because they're not called pantry pests. That's just the total. There's like a bunch yeah. of them. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown. So in general, pantry pests are insects that infest stored foods such as flour, cereal, and other dried goods. It is one of the most common household insect problems. Um, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can find pantry pests when they leave infested foods to crawl or fly around the house because they actually, most of the time, pantry pests will come from like a manufacturer or things like that. So you get some pasta or some flour and they're already in there, but they actually like are just around as well. They can just like any other bug, they can climb through your window sills, things like that, and then they can invade your um, your rices and things like that, but they don't actually like eat the rice and stuff like as much as you would think. Now, I'm not saying they don't eat at all, but very little, very, very little, but they actually get in there because they like the dark and the dry. So um, they get in there to like lay eggs and 
an amazing fact that I found out while doing the research is this a fun is fact? it's not really a fun fact because I don't mm. find this fun in any way shape or form okay you can't say that and then us go through the spider episode and be like these are fun facts i hated every second of spiders so, well this one i would call it more of a freaky fact than a fun fact okay because if you you probably don't want to know this fact but the first two steps in their reproduction system like the eggs and the larva it actually looks so much like the rice or the flour or anything <laughs> yeah. that it's in that you don't know what's there. Yeah. And so yeah. you, you know, you don't know, you can't actually see them until they're in like stage five, like four or five. And so if you think about how many things you may have gotten and <laughs> they're already in there and you just don't even know, it's costume. kind of a little scary. That's so scary. not a fun fact, just a fact. I, you know, I'll agree with you. That's definitely not a fun fact to know that at some point you've probably ingested not just rice when you cooked rice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but they often, instead of just staying in your pantry where the food is, they'll often gather in pots, pans, dishes. Um, sometimes you can find them on like the windowsill. Like I said, they do not bite or sting people or pets. And they do not feed on or damage any buildings. So that's good. They're not left necessarily a detriment to your animals or your home or anything like that. Yeah. But they do contaminate your food. And they regularly contaminate more food than they actually eat or that they get into. Um, because, you, like I said, if you've seen one, you don't know what's in your cabinet that they're in. So you got to kind of get rid of all of them. That's a weird process, um, too, especially as... Uh, pest control technicians, you go out somewhere, someone has bugs, you kill, you try to kill them, try to take care of the issue. When it comes to actually pantry pests being in your food, you can't just spray in the food. So it's the, it's a, it's a big long process that we have to go through. And I'm, we'll talk more about that whenever you finish uh, all of them. So we'll kind of, you know, learn more about them, but it's interesting that you keep bringing it up and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to people right now, but they can come from outside, yes, but they are brought in from the store most of the time, and you don't know you have them until they're a very big problem, and then we get called in, and we can't do anything for you. So, But continue yeah. on. I just thought I'd add that little tidbit that it's it might sound a little weird, but we will connect this all together at the end. Yes, for sure. So there are more than 95,000 different species of pantry pests. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even know that. Really? Yes. So I'm going Ugh. over, basically I have picked like two or three of yeah. like the main ones that we see here. And I'm going to kind of go over those. So the first one that I'm going to mention is called an Indian meal moth. And this is probably one of the lesser ones that I have heard of, of the three that I've picked. But interestingly enough, they're most common in the state of Florida really, because they are very successful at living outdoors, but they need that hot kind of humid climate. Mm -hmm. So they're very much con condensed to Florida, not saying that they're not everywhere, but they're most common here. Um, so these go through again, they go through five stages of in their life cycle. And their eggs are 0.3 to 0.5 
millimeters is that what mm is so like they're basically i have a picture pulled up here and they're basically (laughs) microscopic you can't see them so if they're in rice or anything like that it's very hard to see and then they go to the larvae um and then a life cycle can be competed completed in 27 days to 305 days wow and a female can lay up to 400 eggs after mating so they climb into these things. A lot of times, like I said, they don't eat them, but they will like go into like I pulled up currently. I have a, a pistachio pictures of pistachio. So they literally climb into the pistachio shell, lay some eggs, do their thing. You cannot tell that they're in there until mm. they become adult sizes. Ugh. Pistachios. <laughs> it's Ooh. it's just kind of wild now. The ones that I'm more um, versed with, like I know I've talked to people about, is weevils. Yeah, weevils. Can you tell me what you know about weevils, Tanner? Uh, So weevils are, they're not microscopic, but they're in the beetle family. And is that number two on the list of, okay, that's number two on the list. Because there's others that we saw on the list. We definitely saw Indian meal moss. We definitely saw... Uh, weevils, but we also saw drugstore beetles. And when you put them, kind that's of, number three on it, the okay. list. Good, it's a decent list. I would I would reorder them because any meal moths overall in our area weren't they were there, but it wasn't as prevalent in always the pantry. They were kind of in multiple spots uh, that you can mm-hmm. see them at. But back to the weevil. Weevils have a snout. Um, there's a bunch of different kinds of them. Um, I know. 95,000. Yeah, yeah, I think I actually think that the genus of beetle is the most in the insect, like of all insects. So we're talking about just tiny beetles, essentially, but they are going to uh, have a snout on them. And I know that the different ones, there's like a sawtooth um, grain beetle that looks pretty similar to it. So really, the way that I used to tell people to separate what it was whenever we got into the pantry pest was, does it have a snout or not? Now, and we'll talk a little bit more, the the treatment options are still the same. So it was just more about like, you know, what did this person have? There were acorn weevils that I had once at someone's house that were because they had a bunch of oak trees and it like all funneled right by their front door. There was actually um, acorn weevils outside that had made their way inside and they got towards their kitchen and they said, Oh, we've had a weevil problem before. We can't find them in our pantry. We don't know what food source they're in. And as you walked up, you're literally sliding on acorns and it was like, just clean these up and this will help. So, um, overall, really what I looked for was if they had a snout. So I'm sure you have, you know, the millimeters of the eggs and everything else (laughs) like that. I I don't know that off the top of my head now. So, it's very interesting because that's why I said I have two or three, depending on how you kind of want to put them together. Yeah. Because the weevils and the beetles that I found, the uh, drugstore beetles, they are, they look very similar, like yeah. very, very similar. Yeah. So, kind of depending on where you're coming from, you might consider them the same thing. But, um, weevils i have a couple facts i actually don't have the size of the eggs and stuff but an interesting fact that i did find that um the female chews a hole into a scene a a scene a seed a grain 
kernel, and then they'll deposit an egg inside of it. Ooh. So unlocking another fear that <laughs> if you're going to cook these things, the eggs are inside of it. It's yeah. not even something that you would be able to pick out if you wanted to. Yeah. But then the female will seal up the opening, leaving the egg behind. When the egg hatches inside the grain or the seed, wherever she decides to lay it, the larva will feed on the food item until it's fully grown, and then they'll chew their way out of the box. Yep. So if you are one of those people that you know, leave pasta or rice or any sort of grains that you might have in your cabinet for a long time. You just have it in case, you know, you want to cook pasta one night. I, again, I have an Italian family. I can't <laughs> tell you how many boxes of pasta and rice we have in our cabinet right now. But, um, there, you know, check them before because you may have had them sitting there long enough that you can actually see if they've been in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll eat its way out, then it'll eat out of the box. And then the females will emit these pheromones. So the male weevils will be waiting outside of the hole for a female to emerge and immediately start reproducing. Wow. wow. Yes. So Look, very interesting. I, I know you mentioned that they don't like cause any kind of, you know, property damage or damage like a flea will to your pets or bite you as a human being or necessarily cause any kind of gross things maybe like a roach infestation but that's terrorizing that is mm -hmm. um you don't really know what's in there and i don't know about you but uh my house here we've got pasta from like 1996 because uh, pasta and <laughs> rice and like all these different grains are things just, that don't go bad they, they, it's really hard for them to go bad so you just have them in there for like the rainy day of the apocalypse and then next thing you know <laughs> You see all these little bugs around. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's so. Terrible. I've always heard like um, it's just like a trick. I don't know if it's real or not. I've never found anything to come of this trick, and I want to say that's a great thing because that means I haven't had a box that's been infested. Yeah. But I always hear that if you like pour your rice or your grains or your pasta into a bowl first that anything that is infected or if there's any bugs, it'll float to the top where all of the rice and grains and stuff will go to the bottom because they're dense. Mm. And so the bugs and stuff that, so if they've hollowed out anything and their eggs are in a rice, those will all go to the top. Interesting. I haven't heard that. I do, so have, that is I do have some tips. I do have some tips and stuff from a story later on, but I haven't heard that. So maybe that's true. I don't know. We have We had other things we would tell people to do. Uh, if they had a concern with it, I, it's a, definitely a, a common problem, but it's just very one that, common. It's just one to look out for most of the time when people got them, they did what everyone else did. Oh, what's this in my rice? I'm just throwing this away. It would kind yeah. of help out. So, well, and to go into that, the best way like the treatment for what we tell everybody we can't treat we're not going to spray inside of your food we're not going to spray inside of your cabinets things like that we don't really have many tools in the box to take care of pantry pests except for you to go through all of your grains pasta flour you know seeds things like that and throw them away yeah there is there is um i have been places where we had to tell people that and let them know that they were in their food. And 
we actually told people that they didn't have to necessarily throw it away. They just had to sift through it and get the bugs out. And that job in itself is almost impossible, especially when you hear the information about the weevils depositing their eggs in something. <laughs> um, but there is, I have heard, I read a story on earlier that you can actually um, put stuff in the oven, you know, for a certain amount of time, which doesn't really make sense to me because I feel like it would just like, cook the bugs. Yeah, it would cook it. It would, yeah, it would, it's going to kill it, but it's not going to take them out. Uh, or the other way, you can put them in the freezer, and it's going to kill them, but it's not going to remove them. So it's it's not a 100% that you have to, you must, but it is very strongly recommended, and it's much easier to just throw it away once you find the infestation. And from there, uh, if you don't and you want to go the other two routes, just make sure you sift through it somehow. Uh, but after you have either heated them up or put them in the freezer for a couple of days and let everything you know, thoroughly cool and kill it. That would be the only way that I would tell people to keep that. But it is as simple as finding that, that piece. And that is a difficult thing at times because we, you know, elderly people, young people in college, you don't really know what they're looking for. They don't really have a pantry. You don't know which one it's coming from. Hey, this is sealed. It can come from sealed boxes at the store that you've never opened or that you got yesterday. I don't, it, it doesn't matter. You can get, I've had people get upset at me and say, no, 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 that I just got that last week. There's no, there's no way that they're in there. Okay. Well, what, yeah. we'll, what we'll do is we'll start with the opened and then we'll go to the unopened stuff. And, um, even our process, as you mentioned, we don't have anything that we do for them as far as treatment goes, but we have been there to be a a cheerleader per se to kind of help some people out at times. It's not something we always do, but you know, for some, I had people, you know, calling me and saying, "Hey, I think that they're in my canned goods. They're not getting in your canned goods. It's the the plastic, the paper boxes. You know, however, however, it's a, if it's a flimsier um, container than metal or glass." they can be in there. But if it's a dry good in a glass container, they can still be there. I know I'm kind of hijacking this right now, but I am going to tell a quick story about them, uh, about my experience and probably the oddest one. We went into this house. They had them around. I checked all the places where they could be. They had all their flour out, all their grain, their rice, their pasta, their wheat, their flour, everything that you could go through. They went through it. They took pictures of everything and still they were around. And I thought that they had gotten into the dog food or the dog bones. They were in a whole other part of the house that they didn't have a problem in. I had gone, gone to this place for three days, Taylor, three days, and couldn't find them. And finally started looking, and I said, listen, where is the bulk majority of them at? Where are they coming from? Where are they falling off? They said, all over the kitchen. I said, okay, but not over here where the food is. I said, no. So I started looking on the countertops, had dark countertops, couldn't tell, but shine the light if you do the light trick where you put the light actually down on the surface it'll project whatever's on there it's kind of like a big shadow um and saw that they were near these little kind of i guess little beaker things test tube things kind of hard to describe but i started looking towards those and they were it was about 12 of them and they were on this little uh they were like little glass cylinders and they were in this little holder and as i started looking inside there i noticed that the top was cork so it's like, okay, that's an easy thing for them to chew or get through because cork is not something sealed. And I started looking inside there, and as I'm picking them up, uh, the individual that was there with me said, no, there's nothing in those. And they're glass. I can see through them. And he's, he said, there's nothing in there. 
I just use those to cook. You know, it's my herbs and that's my spices. I said, okay, I'm going to look anyway. And I started looking and three of the 12 were completely full of actual, <laughs> they, they were weevils in there and they had, um, they had started chewing through the top and they had their food. Now they, what you said about them eating there and targeting that stuff, they won't. But if they're stuck in a container, they're going to go to the easiest food source possible. So they can kind of damage and destroy the food, but they're not going to eat all of it before you notice. They're going to come out of there before then. But if they're stuck in a container like that, and it really wasn't that much herbs and, and spices, they were crushing it. They were having a great time. And the guy, as I showed the guy, his eyes went very wide. Um, and he that's when he told me that the night before they – had bread and apparently he was mixing it with herbs <laughs> and uh no. and it with, like the italian carabas if you may so oh, no. that's one of the stories i've had there's plenty of stories that we have with this but uh that was a time where um i found them and it wasn't so fortunate of a find for the customer <laughs> yeah so on that note on grains or on it being in herbs and stuff so there is actually a um, natural deterrent for weevils and uh, pantry pests, basically. And um, there are what you can do is you can try putting cloves of garlics and bay leaves, since those are like natural repellents and they're not going to damage your food or anything. It's a, I mean, a way to prevent them from getting in. Yeah. Now, if they're already in there, I can't tell you if it'll if if they're already in there it probably won't prevent anything because no. you're already you know have have it but maybe once they hatch and get out they'll they're get out of like there it. because you'll have garlic and bay leaves in there but it is something that i actually read it on a couple different sites one of them being uh university of florida's entomology site um that that is a really good way of just kind of keeping them away it's a it's a deterrent yeah um so what they say is put a few bay leaves in your dried food containers, place several cloves of garlic around your pantry to deter these bugs from your kitchen and your food storage, and it should ward them off. Um, again, though, if you're bringing them in, they're already in the box. A majority of times, the weevils and pantry pests are getting into your home. It's from the distribution centers and yep. things like that. Yeah, and I also make it like a point that when I if I ever find it or somebody, you know, someone calls and says, I just got this box of pasta yesterday. Give the store a call and let them know because yeah. in all likelihood, they probably got a shipment and everything that was in that box that you got yeah. probably has them as well. And, you know, let them know so they can pull them off their shelves so other people aren't getting this problem. Yeah, that's a very good uh, way to look at it, too, because. I mean, majority of the time, people aren't going to be cooking and rotating their pasta that quickly. But if they do, they will find it, and then the store can maybe contact those people. Had a customer that um, had dogs like that, and they called because they came in on the packaging of food, and they called um, the place they got the dog food from, and they recalled it. And um, I don't know if they save people money or not, but it really kind of eases people's mind before it gets out of control. It, it puts the... It puts the, hey, search this out instead of them searching you out. So you're talking a little bit <clears throat> about tips and tricks. This is from the, um, this is from pestworld.org. I've got some. So I have the bay leaves on there. <clears throat> so this story reads, now is it 
Holiday season kicks into full swing. People across the country will begin running to the grocery store and digging into pantries for baking ingredients to make their favorite holiday treats. I'm excited. But before rummaging through to find the spices and flour, consider inspecting all the pantry items to ensure that they are pest-free. Here are some other tips to guard against pantry pests and help holiday baking plans run smoothly. So one... Go through your pantry right now before you bring all that stuff in and make sure mm-hmm. there's nothing there. That's number one. But <clears throat> purchase proper storage. Invest in some Tupperware-type containers with secure lids. These will not only keep your pantry looking nice, but will also protect your food from pantry pests and even small rodents. <laughs> Maybe that's a little extreme. <laughs> that may yeah. be looking for an extra meal. Anything made of plastic or glass will work well as long as the storage item comes with a tight-fitting lid. So... Another piece of this that will help people is if you have a concern of uh, I I went to this place and it's not my normal place I go to. Everyone has their this is my grocery store, whether it's Kroger, Winn-Dixie, Publix, all of these places you go to, you know, not your place and you're worried about it. You can still put the whole item into the container and seal it because it'll keep whatever is maybe in your pantry out of it, but it also, if they are in there, it'll keep them from getting out. So you can see very easily, oh my goodness, there's bugs in this. I haven't opened this since I brought it home. Then you know you have to get rid of that. And you also know that there has been nothing that has gotten out of there getting into something else. Yeah. Uh, another tip here is store seasonal decor. Dried foliage, potpourri, and Indian corn should be kept in airtight containers during off seasons and unpacked outside prior to displaying them inside the home for the holidays because you don't want those nice holiday table garnishes or whatever you put on there uh, bringing in any bugs while you're trying to eat here's the one you mentioned use bay leaves um, this is a big one this is tough though uh, inspect the groceries most pantry pests are brought into the home from items that are already infested such as food and paper grocery bags, cardboard and plastic bags. On your next shopping trip, make sure to inspect the packaging of all items, that's kind of hard, before tossing them into the cart. If a package is open or shows the slight slightest sign of damage, do not purchase it. For purchased for products already in the home, visually inspect and sift through ingredients to ensure they remain pest-free while in storage. Only only time I've ever been able to tell somebody to look at their food is cuz the boxes aren't you know, they're not usually plastic, but most of the time pasta will have like a little window to show you what type of pasta it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can turn those up and kind of shake them a little bit. And if you see any tiny little specks of stuff in there that shouldn't be there, or you see kind of a, like a sawdust material. We've talked about termites before. Um, it's not going to be necessarily like the droppings of termite dust, um, but it is going to be a smaller substance that is very, very fine powdery at times that you see whenever there is a problem that has been in there. But once you get to flour, you can't open flour at the store. So it's a little bit tough and tricky. So sometimes you have to take a chance. But um, one thing that I always used to tell people is this could have happened to anybody, including myself. So it's not something that somebody does wrong. So once you get the groceries, if you do have a concern, put them into uh, your plastic or sealed glassware, and that should help out. Uh, Check the date. Remember to check expiration date on baking ingredients before use. Occasionally sort through old items in the pantry and toss out anything that's been stored for a long period of time. Uh, I've got family members that are really bad at this. Um, 
you go for the <laughs> salad dressing and it's three years out of date and <laughs> it doesn't taste very good. So uh, practice good sanitation. That one kind of speaks for itself and seal cracks. That's just talking along the home uh, where pests can enter. I would say for the majority of purpose, I- I'll just talk at in general terms. Yes, they can come from outside. I only had that happen one time, but for the most part, these are going to be brought in from the store, and that's where the problem comes from. So the first couple we t- uh, I mentioned there, that's the one to kind of double-check and look out for. Most of the time, if you're going to be having, let's say, weevils get into your pantry from outside, that's not going to be the first thing you see. You're going to see, in my opinion, ants and roaches first. Uh, you can see lizards. You can see a bunch of different things if you have such an opening there. But still a good idea to check if you are worried about it. So we're not trying to, you know, do Halloween episode number two here and freak everybody <laughs> out, but it's still always a good practice to uh, check around your home and make sure everything is in good standing. So that's yeah. that's the uh, the article that I have um, for helping out with pantry pest. Yeah, and like I said, it's unfortunately it's something that's out of our control because it's not something that you'll notice off that until you're having a problem with them and they're you know the eggs are hatching and they're they're crawling away from the box or whatever, you don't really notice that you have them. So, and again, out of your control, cause you're just buying some pasta or grains at the store, bringing them home, boom, there's a problem that you're not even gonna know about for 40 to 305 days. So <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an easy enough thing to get out. And I know like you don't wanna be wasteful and you don't wanna throw all the food away, but it's better to do it as soon as you catch it, get all of that stuff out of there, than continuing to leave that stuff in there, b- buying more stuff, and it's ruining more and more stuff. Right. Because, you, you know, once you find it, just get rid of everything that it could possibly be in. Um, if you want to take the time, thoroughly check it. Definitely do it, but thoroughly check it. Right. There are, um, I know you said with the pasta, it's got like that window, so you can like kind of tip it over and kind of see if you see anything misplaced in there but there are some things that don't have that window but there's like a check that you can do around the box because those weevils or uh, drugstore beetles or things like that they'll actually like nibble a little tiny hole in the box and while you know having a little hole in a box of pasta or something like you might not see it it'll be there so just turn that box around somewhere if they got into that box there should be an indication now some boxes that aren't sealed properly you probably don't want to buy those anyways but (laughs) you know i guess to each their own um but i would probably lean away from buying things that aren't sealed properly properly or buying things that you know have a little bit of a hole in them check the boxes you know do what you can to prevent this being a problem before like you said before you take them home yeah definitely and and also getting those containers um i actually agree with that website i think it makes everything look a little bit more presentable but it also gives you peace of mind of storing um you know your pasta your rice whatever it is in a clear snap container lid of nothing's getting in here nothing's getting out and i can see what's going on in there if i if if you look at a box you open up a box of rice you're not seeing all the contents in there if you pour it into one of those clear uh, tupperware containers that you know stands on the uh, sits on the kitchen counter 
you can actually see what's going on in there. Just take a peek, and you don't have to use that for you know a year. You don't have to use it at all for a long time, but it can just sit there, and you know that nothing's getting in there, and that can give you uh, somewhat of uh, peace of mind knowing, especially going into this season where we are going to be eating a lot of food, that you are not uh, eating anything else besides food. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I do want to touch on one more time is – that we, you know, we keep saying rice and grains and pasta and things like that, but flour is a big thing. Yeah. Flour is going to be a big thing that you're cooking with and things like that. And I used to work at a grocery store and I can't tell you how many times I would pick up flour and there'd be flour spilling out of a thing. Now that I know all of this information, <laughs> was it weevils or pantry pests getting into it? Could Possibly. Be. But those are containers. Those come in containers most of the time. Those uh, paper bags basically is yeah. what they come in. Very easy for pantry pests to get into those. And, you know, that's probably one of the higher things that they'll be in. And I don't know about everybody, but most of the time you roll up that paper bag and put it back in your shelf. Oh, yeah. And that's just, you know, kind of asking for it. So that's definitely one that I would make sure when I'm picking it up, there's no flour falling out of it. Definitely. And then I would take it home and put it in one of those plastic things because that is a very easy target Definitely. for pantry pests. It's that soft paper. They can get right into it, lay their eggs, and you have no clue about it. Definitely. Definitely. And unfortunately, again, uh, to reiterate again, that as far as treatment options go, as far as uh, professionals that we are, there's nothing we can really do because if you think about it, hey, spray my rice kill the bugs we've contaminated your rice you can't eat the rice anyway so the best thing to do for this is to just go through your dry goods in your pantry uh don't worry about the you know sealed containers of you know peas or you know whatever else is in your uh, metal can, uh, cans nothing's going to get into those uh as far as the pantry pests go but anything that you have that is dry goods go through them if you see something odd Obviously, you can give us a call. You can, you know, just call to ask for advice. Hey, I'm seeing this. Describe it to us. Take a picture. Send it to us. We will be 100% happy to take a look at it. But as far as treatment goes, know ahead of time that we are going to say there's nothing we can really do but give you advice. And that seems lazy, but it's honest. That's the only thing we can do. Uh, even if it was yeah. at my house, I don't have a magic formula that I can just poof and they're gone. I have to do the same thing as everybody else. So hopefully that makes people feel better that. Um, even though it is super easy and common to get them, it is can be relatively easy to get rid of them, and yeah. there's no uh, professional training or experience you need to have to get rid of them. So Yeah, and it is, like you said, it's so common that it's uh, honestly nothing to even get embarrassed over no. if you are calling to ask about it because it's such a common thing. I can't tell you how many times we get a phone call and they're like, I have these bugs crawling around. They're in our food pantry. They're in our spice cabinet. And I'm like, it sounds like it's probably a pantry pest, but could you send us a picture? Yeah. And then I have to give them a call back and I'm like, well, that's definitely a pantry pest. If you could go ahead and just empty all your rice, grains, flowers, pastas. Yeah. I know it sounds like a big deal, but um, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to make light of a situation that they are probably the more least expensive things that you would have to For throw sure. away your rice, your pasta, flour, things like that. Those are fairly inexpensive. So just take the L, throw them away, <laughs> yeah. get all of the bugs out of there and start from scratch. Definitely. Yeah. Literally. Check those. And another thing to, if you do have them right now and you're listening to this, 
if I'm a pest control professional out technician doing the same thing I used to do, I don't, I miss it a little bit sometimes, but um, <laughs> if I was out there on the field and someone said, hey, I've got little you know, bugs, can you come check them out? And you tell me, uh, or you tell me, hey, they've got pantry pests, because try to help them out. That is probably, as far as worries go as a pest professional, very, 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 very low. I'm not worried yeah. about them. I'm not saying they're not a big deal. I'm not saying they're not bothering you right now, but as far as having an infestation of sorts, it's nothing to be concerned about compared to bed bugs compared to fleas compared to german roaches compared to spiders even that we've just recently talked about um it's it's just nothing compared to those so if there is any questions or concerns that you do have definitely give us a call and let us know uh taylor i'm gonna embarrass myself again i don't know the socials so if you'll shout them out if you have questions <laughs> please uh you know refer to our socials as well if you don't want to call into our office uh, refer to them there drop us uh, a question if you have uh, have them but taylor let them know what the things are yeah, so you can find us on Facebook at Cross Pest Control of Tampa, um, Instagram Cross Tampa, so it's like Cross underscore Tampa. Send us emails at service at crosspestcontrol.com. Give us a call anytime. I do, before we sign off, I have one little baby thing that I want to say is that while looking at the pantry pest, roaches did come up as a pantry pest. So Man. we didn't cover them on here because we do have a full podcast of roaches, but just an interesting thing that they could fall under that pantry pest category. Definitely, definitely. So uh, <laughs> that'll be down the road though. But uh, if you have yes. any questions, definitely let us know. If not, we'll catch you on the next one. Have a great Thanksgiving. See you.